and focus on why I am doing something and how it can help others. If I turn my focus and channel my energy into helping the customers, then I don't have time to compare myself to what others are doing. We are going inside Gift and Home, and I am your guide, Dawn Groters. This is where we will dig into sales, products, and business relationships for retailers, wholesale brands, and sales reps in the gift and home industry. With 20 plus years of experience as a buyer, sales rep, and now business owner, I am thrilled to be your guide providing tips, techniques, ideas, skills, and motivation on your journey to building a thriving business. So let's get started. Sales is sales. Well, that's what I thought before I was in sales. There are a variety of industries that you can sell products and services. But for me, who I am selling to and what I am selling is where the passion for sales lies. When I first went into sales, it was the beginning of 2009. So right after the global financial crisis, which was a severe worldwide economic crisis that occurred in 2008. It was the most serious financial crisis since the Great Depression. Wow, that was not a great time to enter sales, but somehow it worked. It wasn't easy, but it worked, and I didn't know any better. My first manager told me that if I wasn't willing to drive to get a $500 order, then this was not the right job for me, but I was up for the challenge. I was ready to get on the road, visit customers, start building relationships, and of course, sell product because that's how I got paid since I was commission only. I called all the customers on my list for an appointment and I looked for new customers. That first year, I worked so hard getting to know my customers, building relationships, learning all the details, and commonly asked questions about the brands I represented. I worked really hard to lay a solid foundation within my region. For my very first sales appointment, I met the buyer for lunch at a restaurant to view the brands that I represented. I was so nervous, but I studied the brands, the catalogs, and I felt like I was ready. The buyer was very kind to me. She asked me questions and I didn't know the answers to them, but she gave me the time to find those answers. She ended up placing a few small orders that day. I felt accomplished and it was on from there. I was so excited. And then I talked to other reps in the industry, and they have been in the industry for a long time. They shared stories with me about how easy it was to get great sales. Orders just came rolling in on the fax machines and in emails without much work. So this was a time that was harder for them. They told me to ride out this slower time because it will get better. But from my perspective, it was good. This is where the thief of comparison tried to rob my joy. After hearing their stories, my sales didn't seem like an accomplishment that I thought they were. That was comparison, trying to rob the joy from my accomplishments. Do you struggle with comparison? Well, comparing yourself with others robs your joy. I know because comparison has robbed my joy many times, but it doesn't have to be that way. And evaluating is not the same as comparison. The best way I've learned to get rid of the joy-robbing comparison is to stop focusing in on myself and focus on why I am doing something and how it can help others. If I turn my focus and channel my energy into helping the customers, then I don't have time to compare myself to what others are doing. I can just focus in on my customers. 
So in regards to your sales performance, focusing on your customers will yield fruitful results. And if you've been listening for a while, you know I am a big advocate for growing, learning, evaluating, and improving. And it should be for you and not to be like someone else that you're comparing yourself to. Evaluating where you are now and where you want to be will help you to know in what areas you need to grow in, what you should be learning, and how to apply that knowledge to improve. And if you are not where you want to be with your sales right now, you can ask yourself some questions to help you become more self-aware and determine what your next step is. So here are some questions you should consider asking yourself. Are you doing the activities needed to connect with customers and generate sales? Are you focusing on your sales number more than your customer? Are there improvements you can make to your sales process? Are you building relationships with your customers? Are you connecting with all of your customers and asking for a sale? Are you creating solutions for your customers and adding value to them? Once you answer these questions honestly, identify if there are areas of improvement you need to work on and then actually do the work to improve on that area. So for example, maybe I identify an area that I need to improve on and that is closing sales. I give all the customers the catalogs, the order forms, and even do a follow-up appointment with them to see if they have any questions but I don't ask them to actually place an order. I tell them I am here to answer all your questions, but I don't ask the customer to place an order. Since I have identified this as an area of weakness, I'm going to make a commitment to myself that I will ask for an order with customers I work with. For some people, it helps to write this commitment down. I know the longer we are in a job, the harder it can be to stay motivated to make improvements and we can get complacent, especially given the roller coaster of the last few years, we are all so tired. So I wanna encourage you to tap into what makes you really love your sales job. Remember how you love working with your customers and selling them amazing product. It's the people and the product in this industry that keeps you loving your job. You could go to any other industry and sell products and services and get paid to do it. But salespeople really love this industry because of the people, the relationships, and the fun products. So ask yourself a few of these questions, identify an area for improvement, and make a commitment to work on it. I think if you do this, you will find the spark that reignites your passion again. Thanks for joining me on this journey inside Gift and Home. And if you have a friend in the industry that would enjoy this podcast, please share it with them and hit subscribe so you'll never miss an episode.